Hey you, you beautiful person right there. This is my very first podcast ever. And well, the worst thing that could have happened, happened. So I will have a story to tell for the rest of my life on this very first podcast filled with very valuable information. There is some sound distortion that happens every now and then and I can't even explain why and there is no reason for it. It's just that life happens. So it will be a story to tell to every person who's hesitating and thinking, worrying about making mistakes when they start on any new journey to tell them that my very first podcast had problems and yet it's not a reason for me not to help people it's not a reason for me not to publish it and it's actually a great story to tell so let's begin this journey this amazing journey and this podcast will be the very first step let's go Hello beautiful people, hello story bonding family, it's 11.50 p.m. right now and I'm sitting in my black chair in front of my desk in an apartment building 20 minutes away from the Mediterranean Sea and today I'd like to talk to you about the reason why this podcast even exists and why it's so important. Today, most marketers and most business owners are using marketing strategies and marketing mindsets that are so outdated and easy to copy they have no real uniqueness. What's worse is this upcoming domination of AI marketing will drive many, many, if not almost all of small business marketers out of business. What they think today is a competitive advantage will be easily cloned tomorrow by AI algorithms that are advanced. AI will be able to do what they do better, faster, and much, much cheaper. So this podcast is about a type of marketing that AI cannot beat. It is about developing a true competitive advantage that nobody can copy neither now nor ever in the future. It is about story bonding marketing. With story bonding marketing, you'll be able to connect to the souls of your audience, to create deep bonds with them so they become family. It is marketing based on the honest human touch that will make you a welcome guest at the homes of every one of your prospects. If that sounds interesting to you, listen further. In the many episodes of this podcast, I will present to you the simple structures, correct mindsets, and unexpected techniques that will make you a story bonding expert. 
when you can have that peace of mind, the peace of mind of knowing that your business is safe, that your business will grow no matter what happens, that when most other online marketers and business owners of all kinds will get wiped out by the upcoming AI explosion, you will not only survive, but actually thrive. Why? And this is a very important and critical message that I will come back to again and again and again. Because human bonds are and will always be the most powerful form of competitive advantage. Okay. So this is the most important marketing prediction for 2020 and beyond. AI, artificial intelligence, will gain the capacity to study all content and all funnels in your niche. Generate the best of all that into an ultimate funnel within seconds and direct traffic to, to it. So they will clone your entire business, not just yours, but of every single small business owner in your market and create an amalgamation, a compilation of the best highlights of everyone's into a funnel that human beings cannot compete with. Not directly. The only way is what we will talk about. So everyone who will not be ready will get wiped out of business. This whole podcast series is about how to be prepared so you're not taken by surprise, so that you can thrive, so that you can create a different type of marketing, a marketing that AI cannot copy and that the best of the best AI will never ever be able to compete with. The first point, and it's probably obvious to many of you, but it's good to dive into it deeper. Do big companies have incentives to clone others? Not just big companies, but all kinds of entrepreneurial businesses. Do they have a drive for copying and cloning others? There is a business idea that started around 2005, uh, so it's not really that new, but a lot of the modern online business and entrepreneurial best thinking is based on it. And it's... Uh, something that Chris Anderson began this whole movement in his book, The Long Tale, Why the Future of Business is Selling More of Less. And in that book, his argument was simple. You have to specialize, drill down, and go into a very, very tiny niche where you serve very, very small group of people that can make you be profitable. So you're so tailor fit to those people, so customized, talking to them about exactly what they wish for, that your voice will be louder to compare to any company that is talking to them using any general marketing message. We've read that book, or at least a lot of the modern thinking is based on this important concept. But do you think that the biggest companies, the CEOs of Fortune 500, just don't know 
that the future of business is in a extreme customization of being so niche down that you're talking almost to each person about their specific needs and giving them a product that is fit just for them, they do. But because of a very important concept from economics called the economies of scale, it was simply too expensive for the big companies who needed really, really huge overhead investments to make products that are fit for a couple hundred people, while an entrepreneur that is especially working in a lifestyle business can do that easily and do well. So what they did is they copied products that have a big market in front of them. And right here, I wanted to point out to a very, very obvious point. You probably have a cell phone, whether it's an iPhone or an Android or whatever. Look at it. How does it look? It looks like a copy of one of the iPhones without doubt. In the New York Times on May 24th, 2018, there, there was an article titled Jury Awards Apple $539 million in Samsung Patent Case. Samsung has copied patents that Apple has filed in features and ways that the iPhone is being used, and it has no problem in doing that. That's how things like industrial espionage exist, because when there are products that are appealing to millions of people, it makes economic sense for the big companies to copy them. There was an, one exception though, Amazon. Its whole business model already takes a lot of its success from allowing small companies to target very specific niche down products to a small number of people and make money. But what did Amazon do? It simply took it one step further. There is this, um, a couple of articles from Fortune magazine and Bloomberg. The date is April 20, 2016. And in those articles, they talked about how Amazon is tracking what customers are buying, what they want. And what they did is they simply took and cloned the most successful products, the hottest small products, in so that they will sell them directly to those customers who want them without needing to pay the entrepreneurs. So basically, a lot of the business of that entrepreneur was reliant on Amazon to deliver, promote, and uh, sell its product. So Amazon simply made those products cheaper and sold them directly, driving those merchants out of business. And finally, small marketers, especially those in direct response, are copying each other already. It's uh, one of the wisdoms supposedly of direct response that when you are in a market you have to study the funnels of all of your competitors dissect their sales pages read all their emails buy their products listen to their sales pitches and copy them basically i put as an example here an article by copy monk called the centerline method, where he advises people to go and 
really almost clone their competitors' pages and to go to various ones to see what um, buy buttons and uh, emotional hot buttons are being repeated and clone them. So small marketers are doing it in their small niches. The niches were viable to small marketers because they are more agile and nimble than the big companies who had so much overhead that they needed to focus on the mass market and really big companies uh, that they will copy. And we saw that those companies like Samsung Copy and Apple are already doing it. What happened is that small niches were not profitable for them. But this is about to change totally. This is not just about your future and your marketing and how your business will deal with and fare when AI starts doing this automatically at a large scale, just dominating as many niches as possible, swallowing and assimilating all new ideas and contents and doing them faster, cheaper, selling them better than anybody can do. I saw a video on the YouTube channel of Russia Insight the date is June 3rd, 2019, and the video title really says it all. Putin, whoever masters artificial intelligence will rule the world. So this is critical. Artificial intelligence will create the next revolution in our way of being, of transacting, of doing business and of doing, dealing with everything in the world. So the second point is, does AI even have the capacity to do this? Well, we will see. So marketing specifically is known to experts as being one of the jobs that AI is expected to replace. So there was a 60 minutes episode on artificial intelligence in the beginning of 2019. And in it, Kei-Fu Lee, who is considered an AI pioneer and one of the top worldwide experts, in it talked about how AI is going to replace 40% of jobs within 15 years, in particular, and listen carefully, in factories, which is expected, you'd think, repetitive jobs that don't need much thinking, shall, should, and will be replaced by machines, and AI will be a big factor in that, but listen carefully, also, accounting, healthcare, marketing, law, and hospitality, among others. That's a dev devastating amount of jobs lost. And all of us as business people who are in the trenches, the owners and marketers that must put food on the table and create the campaigns that will get you the return on investment that you need so that your family will eat, so that your business will grow, and so that you will have the money to serve your customers better. We love Peter Drucker, and one of the very, very important things he said is that marketing and innovation produce results. All the rest are costs. Marketing is the distinguishing, unique function of the business. And it's true. When you do story bonding marketing, as you will learn, you will be able to compete and distinguish yourself 
in any market. You'll be doing what Warren Buffett talks about a lot, that you need a moat around your business that protects you from competition. And this podcast and all its episodes will give you the distilled, it will give you the tools to create the only type of marketing that will be able to give you a unique competitive advantage, a mode that will protect your business from any competition, which is story bonding, because human bonds are the only real and enduring competitive advantage you can have in your business. So we establish that marketing is one of the jobs that is expected to be replaced. Although in my view, they're talking about any type of common average marketing that you find in the many courses of gurus and the books and writing articles here and making a VSL there and hyping a product here and doing all these things that if you replace the person with somebody else and replace the product with any other competing product, it will still work as well, which means soon it will not work at all. So other than this, AI is becoming smarter and smarter. In uh, a New York Times article on August 16th, 2019, the title of the article is AI is learning from humans, many humans. So AI is no longer being a machine the way that you think about it as a a computer that you have, a laptop that you can use and you tell it what to do, or it's an app that is programmed to behave in a certain way. When people click this, it will do that, if, then, and all that. It's learning how to be human by observing human beings and creating new things. Another thing that is a bit worrying is that in the New York Times, November 11th, 2019 article called AI systems are learning from lots and lots of digitized books and news articles. It's reading right now. It's learning from our knowledge. And if you think, you know, some very, very... uh, highly knowledgeable humans are able to read one or two books a week, which is, you know, pushing it. I personally believe in slow learning and slow reading where you really go through a book, absorb absorb each lesson, reflect on it, use it in real life so that you can make it a part of you rather than simply reading on it. But if a human could potentially read one book per week or two, AI has the potential to read 100 books a day, 1,000 books a day, maybe even more, as you will see soon when we talk about quantum computing. And even more, AI now is able to write good content. Not amazing, but it will get there. So on The Verge, on February 14th, 2019, there was an article about OpenAI, which is an AI lab that Microsoft invested $1 billion in. In there, they said about how their AI was able to write a really competent, really well-reasoned essay from scratch. So AI is learning from humans how humans are behaving. 
it's reading the human books and articles and understanding them and assimilating them. And right now it can write essays on them. And, and things will get a bit scarier even, but we'll talk about that later. For now, you might think, okay, that's well and good. AI is becoming some literary critique or whatever, whatnot. But even in our markets, think, what does AI need to dominate a niche? It needs, what, SEO, for example. Well, AI, even today, is able to dominate rankings with SEO. There is, for example, a tool called Word, WordLift, which is an AI-powered SEO tool. And I'm not recommending any of these things that I'm talking about. I'm not affiliated with them. I just want you to verify if you need to, that what I'm talking about is correct, true, and already happening right now. So there is a tool that uses the AI as it is right now to power pages and turn them into high ranking pages on Google and whatever other search engines might be coming up soon in a way that human beings or even a group of human beings cannot compete with. It does all the work, it does it in an instant, and it can do it in a way that no human fingers, thoughts, brains, or even taking a walk like Leonardo da Vinci used to do to get inspired, the AI doesn't need that. Okay, does AI need to write persuasive copy, extremely persuasive copy? The problem with direct marketing in general, to me, in my view, is that everything has been and it's possible to make it and turn it into a formula. If you do these things in this specific order, whether uh, AIDA or, you know, problem agitate uh, solution or whatever other even scripts about how the lead-in is supposed to happen, well, then anybody could take those formulas and create some persuasive copy for their marketing. And people are doing that. They're already doing it and getting some success out of it. Well, John Benson, who's one of the gurus, and again, I'm not affiliated or recommending these things. If anything, I'm anti-recommending them since they help AI get here sooner and faster. He has created an AI service called copypro.ai, where they deliver near instant copy for a sales page, email campaign, social media ad, video, and more. Think about it. You think your sales letter that is selling whatever percentage of your product is some precious control that cannot be beaten, or your VSL is some wonderful, exquisite experience for the viewer and the listener that will leave them with their mouths open, salivating for your product, or your content is so well written with your 50 or 100 articles, you feel you're protected. Well, if AI can deliver near instant copy for a sales page, email campaign, social media ad, video and more right now, and if it has access to scripts, formulas, and all that good stuff that create persuasive structures that the brain needs to listen to, to hear, to view, to understand the point and be persuaded, couldn't it be 
that somebody can just generate these sales pages faster than you could and could compete with you in a way where they can test many, many alternatives to your control and beat it within a week. Well, you think maybe a human wouldn't go through the trouble to do that. Although I think for many people, many humans, money is a great, great big motivator that will make them do that. And as a side note, I believe formulas have their place, but I believe that I don't like the word persuasion. What I would say I believe in is creating a relationship with people so that they're open to your ideas and then you can coach them so that they have clarity on your ideas and end up at a point where they understand exactly how their lives will change get to the point where they understand exactly how their lives will change and the benefits and cons of acting upon your idea and then they can or will choose to do it or not either way it's okay because if people feel pressured and don't make their own decisions they will always have a nagging feeling in the back of their heads where they will think i didn't really want to do this i didn't sign up for it so they're not invested enough and that is one of the big benefits of story bonding but we will get there and talk about that over time if you're interested though and think this is a very important topic to cover send me an email contact me and let me know and i'll be glad to make a um, whole episode on it now a point that will change things forever that actually changes everything ai has access right now to computing computing power that it didn't have access to before in life science of October 24, 2019, an article titled Google has claimed quantum supremacy. In it, it says that the quantum computer of Google can compute in 200 seconds what will take the most powerful supercomputers approximately 10 thousand years to finish can you imagine that 200 seconds to do what would take the most powerful supercomputers in the world 10000 years to finish imagine ai programmed to crawl through your whole niche to read everything to buy your product to even listen to the audios and watch the videos and if you think that's difficult Google already has business and enterprise grade cloud computing based artificial intelligence transcription of audio and video that's astonishingly accurate even YouTube can do it all right you know you can upload a video and let YouTube transcribe your audios and videos for free so this is not so science fiction as it may seem but let's continue on this point imagine a quantum computer or 10 of them owned by some really big corporation and in it some optimized incredible deep learning artificial intelligence algorithms made to dominate all the small niches that exist so that those companies will have tailored almost person to person communication with each prospect that is based on ai 
and the best ideas that everyone in your niche has ever written, created, talked about, or filmed online, created into the ultimate persuasive funnel that will take customers on a journey that you or any single person in your niche could never ever do. Even more, some people will think, well, I'm a wizard at buying ads and buying placements and all that stuff. I'm making good business. I'm making good money. My profit margins are okay. I can buy ads to um, that will, you know, get the customers before they even reach the content of the AI, even before they become aware of their needs or whatever you might be thinking. Well, I'm going to give a parallel, which is the stock market in the US. Scott Patterson in his book, Dark Pools, analyzes and shows that there exists already today some very powerful hedge funds with really powerful artificial intelligence trading techniques that are dealing in shady, manipulative ways of making vast amounts of money that is very difficult to detect. So one of the things that they do is once somebody clicks to buy a stock in the stock market, the AI algorithms will detect that it's happening, will buy the stock and sell it for a few cents more to the person clicking. But because they deal with millions and millions and billions of dollars, they end up making some very good profits out of that. That's just one of the examples of the things that they're doing. So imagine then how easy it would be for a super quantum computer AI to detect when you're clicking to bid on an ad placement and to bid one cent higher than you and for the order of that because of uh, very fast super fiber optic connections it will arrive faster than it takes for you to click from your laptop with your slower ai with your slower wi-fi i mean to get to that ad provider. It's possible. So by the time your click arrives to the order, the supercomputer will detect it. The supercomputer will detect it, will place a bid that is a tiny, tiny one cent or a fraction of a cent higher. And they will take your placement every single time in real time without needing to um, just, they will outbid you at the minimum cost. And it's not just me saying it. The Forbes, the Forbes Agency Council of Experts on December 20th, 2019 have written an article called Nine AI Marketing Trends to explode in 2020. And in it, they talk about how real-time marketing and AI content strategies are going to dominate the market. You might think then, well, AI, um, you know, some humans will boycott AI when they know it's... Um, is going to steal their jobs and destroy the businesses and overtake everything effortlessly with, with its superior speeds and access to all the knowledge that you can create and all the innovations that somebody will make, they will steal it, create the ultimate funnel for it and drive traffic to it even before that person finishes publishing their website. Well, they don't, you don't need to know that it's AI. It's very easy for those big multi-billion dollar corporations to get a face 
for the company where the AI will do everything and the face will just show up to be the person that appears to be the human interfacing with other humans. So to summarize this section, AI is already learning from human beings' behavior, ways of thinking, and the content published by humans in books and in articles out there. AI is already being used in SEO, is already being used to generate instantly persuasive copy and emails and ads and videos, and soon, when quantum computing becomes affordable enough for these billion-dollar companies to buy, they can get it, and for them, all the small-tail niches will become viable again. They will become profitable, and that's when the AI Armageddon will happen where a lot of businesses will just go out. So what will happen when the AI Armageddon starts? Well, just like Google spiders, AI spiders will be unleashed into many, many of the top markets, especially the biggest ones, which are financial relationships, and health there it will crawl through funnels it will read the content it will snatch up any new idea it will compare everything and monitor everything new that's being released on social media anywhere and instantly it will take that and create the ultimate persuasive funnel, which is a combination of the best parts of everything ever written in your niche, all the best emails that anybody has created. It will rewrite them and make them even better based on what somebody else has written in their blog or in their sales letter. It will do it will be catnip for anybody wanting to buy and it will drive traffic towards it. Then it will drive SEO up to dominate all the first pages of Google and others. And it will adjust the bits instantly in a way that any small entrepreneur or marketer cannot compete and imagine that day you wake up in the morning you turn on your laptop and look at your sales data from the day before nothing it's totally empty so you scratch your head and think maybe it's a mistake so you call your it guy or the company that's providing the tracking for you and tell them what's going on why did I go from this many sales to zero overnight? What happened? And they look around, they search and tell you, we don't know. Nothing seems to be wrong. So you wait, you think, well, maybe it's, uh, it's one day something is wrong with with the algorithm of Google, but things will straighten up. These are messy times. And you may wait a day or a week. And then you think, let me call my, my customers, my clients, my loyal repeat clients are not coming back anymore. What's going on? You call them and they tell you a big surprise. Maybe on, their, on the phone, their voice will be a bit shy. Maybe they'll be embarrassed to admit, but they will tell you simply, we have found somebody much, much better. And you're like, what? Who? Who's that? They give you a link. You open it. 
load the page and see something amazing, something that will impress you. You think no human could have done this. This is so perfectly flawless. What is this? And you look around and you see some big company's name at the bottom that is all rights reserved to somebody like Amazon or Google or whoever will be doing it, maybe even Unilever, depend on your, your business, or Bank of America or even Goldman Sachs, I don't know. But during those days, you might look back at this moment and think, if I knew what is, what I can know today, what if I listen to podcasts like this story bonding one, I would have been prepared. I would not have been taken by surprise and I would have kept my business going and making money during those future times when being good enough will not be good enough. Because that's the truth. Right now, we might be do things in a human way, half measure, 70% good enough. And that's good enough because most people are facing resistance. And if you've read the war of art, you know what I'm talking about. Creators are struggling through a lot of internal resistance to come up with each piece of content, to create each product. It's 50% experience, which gives you confidence, and 50% that internal struggle that makes it take longer than it should, but a machine and an AI powered by quantum computing does not have that issue. It has no moralities to copy, tweak, and change, and it has no shame or worry about what will think, what will people think of me if I say this or do this. It believes in achievement, and hard numbers and then making things and creating the results that its creators will ask of it. So, well, that's well and good. If um, the best sales letters and if the best ideas and innovation and article writing and SEO and all those things can be cloned and copied easily. Well, why couldn't story bonding also be cloned? I mean, it's created by human and this AI monster basically is going to have superhuman capacities that human beings cannot compete with. Well, we come back to our guiding principle, which is simple, and it explains everything and we will unpack it together. It is because human bonds are and will always be the most powerful form of competitive advantage. Why? Well, Humanity cannot be copied. You, as a human being, when you care about the person that you talk to, and when you, that person, can feel that the you care, can feel that care, that warmth, that good intention and goodwill, it's something that AI cannot copy. It's something that is beyond words. It's something in the way of being of the person that just gets transmitted between the words and the silence. Even more, 
to do story bonding correctly, you will need to be vulnerable. You need to crack your heart open. It's a type of marketing that will touch the hearts of everyone you hear because you crack your heart open and be vulnerable enough to share your, your truth with the world. And we'll get more into that in future episodes. And very importantly, and it's something that even right now lets you compete effectively with anybody that is in your market. And it is simple. Stories that you have lived have soul and that can never ever be replicated by scripted stories. Somebody can take the hero's journey, invent the ultimate story that any person could go through in an ideal world and make that their story and say it in your market. And it's so perfect, so well paced, so well delivered, but it won't have soul. It will not have that extra X factor that allows it to touch the heart of the person who listens. And story bonding will be filled and all about these real stories that will touch the heart of the person. And with it, you will create something that is beyond features and benefits beyond saying this will give you this and that and the other you will create bonds with your audience so that you become a welcome part of their lives somebody they look forward to listen to even family not just any random marketer who is pushing and peddling his wares down their ears, eyes, and throats. And a very important point that shows how needed story bonding is right now. In the New York Post of August 2, 2019, there was a, the results of a survey of a survey of Americans between the ages of 20 and 30 years old. And in my experience, since I've traveled to many places, this is more common all over the world than you can expect. So the results are that 22% of Americans between the ages of 20 and 30 have no friends. Hear that they have no friends. We're not anymore in the age where people had an average of 2.5 friends. 27% have no close friends, nobody they can trust and share their truth with. And 25% have no acquaintances. What does this say? This shows you that story bonding is something that people are thirsting for right now. People want to connect and affinity through story bonding in a way is a way where your stories were, will make them live vicariously through you and see themselves reflected in you like a mirror like a real, true, honest mirror that will attract them to you in a way that nothing else will. People will see you as family, as their one friend, and your words when you speak to them will be a reflection of their thoughts so that they think and feel, this person understands me, and you will also feel good. It will be a cathartic experience of you cracking your heart open and sharing with them your truth in a way that you will feel heard, that you will feel that being honest and open to people is okay, 
and you will feel that you matter and that you have people that welcome you in your life, that your words, your stories give them a better experience of life, give them a bond that they value beyond everything. And then the money to support you will be a natural outgrowth of that deep bond, just like family can help each other, share resources, they will support you, support your work with their financial resources, because you will be a positive force that gives them that human bonding, and then your products and services will give them that improvements in their lives and I see it every day in my story bonding mentorship clients I really it affects me deeply when I see the changes that go through them when we work on eliminating then their internal blockages for example to something very common where people tell me I can't see stories anywhere. My life is not that interesting. I need to learn how to see stories, but my brain freezes, it goes blank. We work on that. And when they develop this capacity through cleaner, cleaning their internal blockages to see stories and then use proper and simple techniques and all the things we will talk about throughout these episodes, It's really, really worth it. Well, let's go back to the important stuff, which is how to help you. And I mentioned another important point, which is people might often wonder, you know, and tell me, who am I to be able to even stand out in this world, share my stories or dare to be important, as I say, I put it. I'm just one person out of 8 billion people. I'm a speck on this earth. So why would people listen to my stories? Wouldn't they be bothered, annoyed, or whatever, whatnot? Well, this is a beautiful place to keep an open loop and tease you a little bit, you know, you beautiful person right there, you who are becoming right now, if you've listened so far, really a part of this story bonding family. Well, in the next maybe third or fourth episode, I will make a whole thing about perspective and how your perspective is worth more than gold. It's worth more than you can imagine. And the reasons will probably surprise you. We're getting to the end of this podcast. It's a very important part because I'm going to leave you with the prime directive of story bonders, which is don't sell, bond, story bond. (laughs) And if you want to see how I do that, how I use story bonding principles. You might recognize some others. You'll learn how to recognize them other time uh, or through time when you listen to future episodes or you might even go to storybonding.email. It's one of those new websites where it's storybonding, one word, storybonding.email and look at my emails and learn. Because really, why did I even start this podcast? Well, other than the typical thing of saying, I have always believed in entrepreneurship. I have a master's degree in entrepreneurship and new business venturing. I spent a lifetime studying this and all of that. But beyond that, it's because I had very hard times in my life. And in those times, I noticed that in this world, people have 
a tendency to be somewhat selfish. I love people, but I have to recognize the truth. And as marketers, we're always thinking about WIIFM, which is what's in it for me when we're talking to customers. But I had very, very deep struggles where I was so down and low, and I looked at the world and looked at the future and just saw a bleak, dark place where I thought, I will never ever get out of this low, low point. And in that point, nobody really helped me. People were always thinking, how can this person benefit me? I'm not saying nobody, I love people who are good people and I wish to be the change I want to see in the world. I want to be a person who adds plus one to those good people. But in general, I didn't find any hand that extended to me to help me. And I really, really needed that. So I want to be the hand that extends right now when it's still early to people who want to hear, to people who want to listen, to people who want to be ready when the AI market in Armageddon happens. And if even if it's one person, you would benefit. I would feel that warmth in my heart of knowing that I was there and I extended my hand to somebody who really, really needed it. And that's why I'm starting this and I'm putting effort into it. And right now at 11.59 a.m., I'm talking to you to share freely all my knowledge and thoughts in this episode and all future ones. So I remind you of the guiding principle because human bonds are and will always be the most powerful form of competitive advantage. When you learn how to story bond, you'll feel that your clients are family they're not just some distant customers as most marketers nowadays view them as a statistic, a 1% or a 2% or a number of, on a spreadsheet. No, when you story bond, the people listening to you will feel compelled to share their stories back to you, to reach out to you and tell you about their experiences that resonate with yours and that yours resonated with them. And that will turn marketing from something way, way beyond the way to make money and online business some, into something way, way beyond just a business. It becomes a family a way to open your heart to people, to change their lives, to think of them as individuals that you can hear, that you can see, that you can touch, that you can impact. And in every single morning, you will go from waking up dreading the day or wondering, is it the day that I will have to struggle more in my business only to fail? Instead, to wake up fired up and warm to emails from people telling you how you changed their lives and how your story gave them passion and made them feel understood. They will welcome you into your hearts, will support your work, but importantly, you know, negativity, I don't like it, but it seems to ring true into the ears of people more than being a Pollyanna, happy, go lucky person. So I believe, I know that story bonding is and will be the only sure way you will survive and thrive when the upcoming AI marketing comes and it will come sooner than you expect. So we must be ready. Together, 
you will learn this skill and you will be able to pass it on to your children. They will be story bonders too because in every walk of life, whether you're talking to your neighbor, making friends at school, or even on a date and hoping to get married, we're not just talking about business here. You will learn how to connect with humans in a way that opens your heart to them, where you feel understood and known and seen by them. And they will feel understood, known, and seen by you. This is beyond that typical marketing, like, know, and trust. This is to be seen, heard, understood, loved, and bonded. So when the time will come, when people will start losing their jobs left and right to AI, when AI begins its domination of the economy, you will have these skills honed. You will be able to not only help yourself put food on the table and have money to live well and to continue to help people and impact their lives, but you will become a leader during those tough times. All those people who will leave the marketplace They will not be ready, but you will have the skills that you can teach them so that if you want to grow this story bonding mission and the mission is to save humans and to make humans thrive when AI will get technical, technological, script and formulaic supremacy. It's time. It's time for you to change the world, to be ready to change the world when you will be most needed. It's time for you to change your business today from a business to a true family where your heart-to-heart connection is what drives your profit. It is time. I salute you on listening so far. I salute you because I salute you because you're willing to take this step. And I look forward to share more time with you on a future episode. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. Join me on this journey and let's together create a better world. Good night. Goodbye, you beautiful, amazing person. And keep doing the great work you're doing. You are needed.